Hey, everybody, and welcome back to the Skullcast, the premier podcast about Berserk from the community at Skullnight.net. I am your eternal host, Walter, and joining me today are Azil. Hey! Grail. Hello! Gobo Latula. Ahoy, hoy. And Griffith. Yo! Surprise! Surprise! We got Griffith on the show. Um, welcome back, everybody. We are recording, I guess, just a little bit less than a week since news broke that Berserk will resume serialization in Young Animal. Uh, the next release is coming out June 24th, and we just learned that it's going to be a double issue, meaning two episodes uh, in one magazine. That's going to be in about two and a half weeks at this point. Uh, for those that don't know, the series will be handled by Studio Gaga, newly formed under Koji Mori, who was, of course, Miura's best friend for 40 years. Uh, so Mori will be basing all the writing on the conversations and memories that he'd had with Miura about the remaining scope of the story. Uh, the announcement also said that Hakusensha had had uh, that Hakusensha said that Mira had spoken with the staff over the years about the story that remains, and that he had some notes and sketches on the future developments that they hope to bring to life with this new continuation. It's a weird uh, um, piece of news because it's, we've spent a week kind of rolling it around in our heads about what does this actually mean? What is the actual thing that they're going to deliver pretty soon? Going to look like? Feel like? Will it? You know. So that's all what we're here to discuss today. Azil and I weighed in really quickly when the news broke in a breaking news capacity, but now we got the whole crew, so everyone's going to see what we all think. Uh, I just want to kick things off really quickly before I unleash the microphone by saying it was basically a year ago at this point that we recorded the um, the news about Kantara Mira's death, and the same exact crew was here for that. So it seems appropriate now that Berserk is coming back in some capacity anyway. For the same crew to talk about, you know, the new life for Berserk and what that means. So, without further ado, uh, I'll pass the mic around. Um, Griffith, you're new to this uh, news announcement in terms of, like, you haven't really weighed in on a podcast. What were your thoughts before? What are your thoughts now after six or so days? My thoughts before, especially when we saw, like, the big, you know, Berserk is back thread. And actually, Az was the one. He sent me in a private message uh, a link to it saying oh yeah you should probably check this out you know i was like babbling to him about elden ring and i was i was in shock and kind of in disbelief but at the same time it's like you know people have been saying this was going to happen and i've been you know in denial and denying like nah it's not going to happen you know they're not going to do that kind of because i didn't want anyone to do that because i didn't trust that it was going to be uh i mean as good as this sounds because, you know, you're obviously – I think we, we live in a world where you're right to be skeptical and cynical about how, you know, beloved stories get treated, particularly mm-hmm. when there's not, like, authenticity with the authorship. You know, this stuff kind of gets passed around and processed. And it, this seems like maybe an exception to that where it's like this seems like a labor of love from, you know, friends and colleagues – to try and carry something to completion when, you know, the original author is not here to do that. So that, that made me excited and I thought that was pretty cool. And I've kind of just sort of been, I sort of immediately started thawing and, you know, opening myself up to this because, you know, who wants to be against it? You know, at that point it's like, Hmm. yeah, I hope they succeed. I'm, you know, I'm rooting for it to be great. I'm looking forward to it. I already ordered the double issue and yeah, I hope, uh, 
you know, I can go on this journey with them to finish Berserk uh, like the rest of us. Yeah, I um, I'm trying to think if I've actually seen any outright negative reactions to it. I'm just gonna assume Nightcrawler said something negative about it because I don't really remember <laughs> what correct. he said. But he, he did. I'm and just it, assuming. Wait, he wasn't he wasn't like off base. It's like these things always end up being bad. And that's sure. the flip side is where it's like. Am I just like a mark? Did I just, you know, like I conned myself immediately like, where, oh, this would be terrible. I'm not going to support something like this. And then they're like, hey, guess what? We're doing it. Oh, my God. I can't wait. <laughs> there's, there's a few people on the forum who were pretty much not dead set against it, but were like, I don't believe uh, that's actually continuing without with Mirror. Right. And I don't think people can do justice to that. And of course. There's also been people who are like, oh, it's got to go on no matter what. And I feel like on the Internet in general, uh, a lot of people, not necessarily uh, hardcore fans like us, but mostly casual fans, we are just generally overjoyed by it. Mm -hmm. Personally, yeah. I feel like like reading on the forum and reading the opinions of people I consider to be like serious fans and that I care about seems normal to me that the reaction is a bit of uh, uneasiness where on the one hand you're excited that you're going to be able to see more of what you're intended for it to be, but you're also uh, a bit worried that maybe it won't do Berserk Justice and it might not do the name of Berserk Justice and the story might not be told in a way that we can appreciate uh, like we would have it done it if Mira had been the one behind it. So it seems to me that it's normal not to be like fully overjoyed and fully on board because yeah why wouldn't we be worried like you said griff every project like that usually uh gets messed up and the good part to me is that with mori on board with you know mira's team old team behind it it seems to be something that's a labor of love and not just done for like greedy reasons um Gabotula, what do you think but what did you think? What do you think? Let's put it that way. Mm. Well, before this thing was announced, I was at the acceptance stage of uh, grieving sure. for Mira's death and everything. Like I, I, I had suspicion that Berserk was going to continue in some capacity. Um, I was worried about that, and. Uh, Having read everything, the press release, Maury's statement, everything, um, I feel this is the a best case scenario out of a worst case scenario. Like, mm -hmm. um, obviously, if I could have it my way, Miro would still be here drawing, writing Berserk. Um, uh, I'm happy that we can see what he intended in some way, like Griffith said. Um, but, you know, honestly, uh, I couldn't help but feel a little cynical when I read the news. I, like, all these thoughts started uh, whirling around my mind, like, oh, obviously this is a cash grab. Berserk made them a lot of money. Um, but at the same time, I know in my heart that Miro would want um his assistance to you know still be earning a living and uh i i i have faith in maury that he'll do right by his friend and that's uh 
I'm I'm excited, hesitantly excited. So yeah, that's a bit. That's about how I feel about it. Mm. Got it. Yeah, uh, I think it's okay to be nervous and worried. I mean, that seems normal to me. I, I did remember that in your your post, you did mention that you were happy that the assistants will basically continue to be employed under Huxinsha and be able to continue their work they were doing. Yeah. Although it was an interesting consideration as someone who is, don't you create art yourself, you know? I do, yeah. Yeah, yeah. see, so like I didn't even think about that part of it. To me, it's just like the spiritual successor to Berserk is what it is. That's where my emphasis was on um I will say, yeah. I'm looking back at my chat history when Azil like first told me the news. Uh, I, w- I woke up to it, opened my phone, saw that, and my first reaction was not great in my opinion because <laughs> where will Mir, where will Mira's vision end and Mori's begin? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that was my literal first blush with like the possibility of Mori doing it. You know, so, and it's been a, for me, it's been a roller coaster. Uh, every day has had a different perspective. By the end of the first day, I was enthusiastic like i said i was like i walked through that day with like a spring in my step like i couldn't even like explain it because my my brain was cynical and pessimistic about all the bad things mm-hmm. yeah but in my heart i was like excited because this does fulfill the promise of knowing what's going to happen in the next few issues of this you know culminating moment between griffith casca uh guts and the kid i absolutely want to know what happens on those next few pages so despite myself I'm excited to see what happens. Absolutely sympathize. Yeah, and I'm glad you brought that up because it's like this works on so many levels, both what happened to Mira and how Berserk ended. And, you know, Berserk itself versus, you know, the death of a man we, you know, loved and respected for that work. And so then you come back to this and we mentioned, you know, like a casual fan, like if you were someone who Berserk was like one of a dozen series you followed and you really liked it, but, Mm -hmm. you know, it wasn't like the only thing in your life as far as this went. Yeah, of course, you'd only be happy that like, oh, that story's going to finish. That's great. I love that story. I'm going to, you know, I'm going to get to see an ending. I'm going to get closure. It'd be like if it was like, you know, whatever the latest prestige TV show that everyone's watching and it like went on a big hiatus and, oh, they're going to finish it. Good. You're not necessarily looking up, was the original showrunner still on there, you know, or anything like that. So I think on some level, we all also, even though we're like berserk, you know, super freaks and we follow (laughs) it on this, you know, this like level, like where we're, you know, looking at everything through a microscope, there's also just that casual reader aspect where it's like, yeah, I also just really love reading the next issue and being excited about it and getting to see what happens, you know? And I think that's what was happening on that level. You know, that's what put that spring in your step. It's like, oh man, I'm going to get to finish. We get to read that story. I thought I'd never see any more of. And and also I think following it episodically for 20 something years, we're programmed when a new episode is coming, like our body starts releasing certain, certain chemicals in our brain at this point. It's like physiologically <laughs> linked to uh it, yeah. it gets an evolved state of my mind pavlov's berserk fans here exactly. yeah. i was freaked episode. the fuck out <laughs> it's basically like a slot machine it's hitting all the right things i can't control the reaction i have um grail i never asked you what do you think about this whole proposal yeah well let me just say that i i really empathize with all your guys's reactions and uh unlike uh gobble i think um i I've, uh, well, I just I feel like I've just had like a roller coaster of emotions. That's the way to put it. I really like how Griff uh, described it as a thaw- thawing 
because it, that's really how I felt over the last year. I I kind of actually what I meant to say was uh, Gobletula said that he kind of anticipated that Berserk would be continued. I did not feel that way. I maybe that was naive of me. I had just assumed that Berserk ended with Mira end of discussion. And over the last year, that is just kind of how I've been operating. And so with the news, when the news came out, it was the evening here in California and I saw the news and I physically felt uh, sick mm. because I did not read the entire announcement. I didn't see that there was an English section with Maury's note. And so I just thought, you know, uh, Studio Gaga would be taking over. And I was very kind of confused by that news. Um, once I kind of started digesting the information and started talking with people about it, I started to feel a little bit better just because knowing Maury's involvement and I had been deeply moved, I think like a lot of us by his tribute to Mira last year. Sure. Mm. And that was, that was something that really personally uh, touched me because, you know, I did not like a lot of people, I did not know the full extent of their friendship and what, what it really meant to him. And I think that tribute really illustrated that literally and figuratively. So over the past week, I have been up and down, up and down, up and down, and just really trying to come to terms with the fact, like like you guys were describing, how the chemical reaction of anticipating a new Berserk episode is affecting me in a way in a way it never has before because it's kind of churning with that bittersweet feeling of this is not uh, an episode that was created by Mira, but by people who cared about him very much. And so there are a lot of conflicting feelings with that that I'm dealing with right now. But overall, I want to I, I want to keep a positive attitude and say, let's see how it looks and let's give these guys a chance. But I keep going back to the poster that came out in the last volume mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. how there were a lot of technical struggles there seemed to be with that. And, you know, just over the past couple of years, you can really see the difference between uh, the artwork produced by Studio Gaga versus the artwork produced by Mira himself. And so that was always a very, I mean, it's, it's hard to win when you're, when you're up against a, a, an artistic <laughs> genius like Mira, right? So it, it would have, even yeah. though there's a lot of artistic talent in that team, it's just hard to match up. So I want to, I want to give them a chance. I want to root them, root them on and, and cheer them on. And uh, my, my thought right now is that I, I am literally in the process of thawing out my my experience as a Berserk fan, and I want to be there and uh, be positive about it. But I'm I, I the past year has just been me operating under the assumption that Berserk will not continue, and so this is all very uh, confusing. <laughs> so I am just trying to get it get it uh, get my brain straight. Huh. I'll say that. Uh... Maury's involvement is really the determining factor that is my mind somewhat yeah. about this project. And I think it's the case for all of us. Yeah. Uh, reading the announcement, I mean, we, of course, we, we knew uh, he was uh, really close to Mira and that plays a role. But even just reading the announcement, he seems to be like the pillar that everything is resting on. Uh, yeah. With basically having been the person that greenlit the project. Uh, and in many ways, he's acting almost as the executor of Mira's will. Uh, and I, you know, for all I know, he might be actually since uh, he was so close to him and his family. And to me, at least, the most important thing is the fact they have some documents from Mura 
-hmm. probably not super extensive, but at least they have some sketches and some notes. Uh, and in addition to the oral descriptions Mira gave for what intend me to Mori, to uh, the editor at Hakusensha and Young Animal, to his team. So on top of that, they all seem preoccupied to being faithful to what it did. And uh, to me, that's really what's making this project at least giving me hope. Because if this weren't the case, I feel like the situation would be very different from us for us. Yeah, yeah. And to your point, as I, I felt really differently once I read Maury's note, because like you said, I don't think Maury would have um, given his support to this project or even, you know, been the catalyst for this project if he had not known for sure that Mira would have wanted this. I think he yeah. he knew Mira's heart better than anyone else. Yeah, he yeah. made the case very effectively in right. the note. I mean, if, and if he's as thoughtful in the writing of the, you know, the series as he was in that, it's like, okay, well, in good hands and, you know, mm. someone who was obviously close to him. And I also just thought it was, uh, I'm sorry, I'm brain farting here. Uh, yeah, go ahead. It's okay. I'll, I'll, I, I do think, say, go okay, ahead, Azio. Now I was going to say, uh, just um, bouncing off of what uh, Gobalatula said uh, earlier on about this being the base case scenario out of a worst case scenario, mm-hmm. I just want to reiterate that it truly is the best possible thing we could have gotten in this situation because in many ways, Maury is really the perfect man to supervise this project. Of course, he was Berzer, uh, Mura's best friend for 40 years since they were 15 and they were very close. But beyond that, he was also a mangaka and someone Mura bounced ideas off of for basically all of his career and all of his life. So there's no better choice other than Mira himself. And I, you know, some people had doubts about even Mori's motivation. I've seen some of this on, on the internet. Mm. Personally, I fully believe that Mira told him tons of stuff about his plans and that his intentions are pure. And the same goes for the assistants. Uh, the four senior ones worked with Mira for 15 years. So they also know how he worked pretty well. They would have some insight into what he wanted to do. And I, I, I can only imagine that they, they really need to honor Mira's legacy and not just to keep their job, right? So, yeah. Well, yeah, the I other don't... thing... Uh, oh, Go, go ahead, Go ahead, Greg. Well, the other thing I meant to say was uh, the way he laid out the project in the note as he envisioned it was actually more conservative than probably would be practical for like a project like this. And you touched on it, you know, when you're talking about like how sort of creative in the writing, you know, he would be allowed to get, you know, how do you, how do you do a project like this when the writer is almost uh, constrained, you know, they're not allowed to write or be too creative. So I think that also helped though lay a foundation and a groundwork of credibility with fans where it's like, okay, like they're, they're leaning towards faithfulness as much as possible However, mm-hmm. you know, sort of creative they have to get, it will be in service of executing that vision, you know, rather than it being like the cash grab idea or is it, you know, it's just going to go on forever. You know, their, their adventures can go on forever now, you know, something <laughs> like that. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah this, the, this scenario is like infinitely better than a hypothetical one where a descendant would have teamed up with some sleazy hack. Uh, like it's the case for so many unfinished works. So in that regard, we couldn't hope for for better. Yeah. The constrained aspect of this is the one that, I guess, certainly we knew that Mori was close to Kintaro Mir. Of course we knew that. But to me, I didn't think anyone would be willing to undertake this level of project, which is why I was really surprised by the announcement, because it's 
you know, potentially years and years worth of work to do. And even then, it's uncertain if, if it would be a success, if this is the right formula to make it a success. And I, I hear what you guys are saying in terms of it being the best possible case out of all the worst possible. You know, I understand that. But I never thought I never seriously considered this as a possibility just because of the amount of work and dedication to make something like this happen. Yeah. Because it doesn't sound very fun, uh, neither for the art side or for the writing side. Sounds thankless, especially yeah. if it's not, you know, everyone's not in love with it right away. Like if people are just going like, well, this doesn't look right. You know, it's like, <laughs> I think it's an, an it's inevitable that yeah, you're you're forcing comparisons and contrasting things to be made. Uh, and yeah, I guess what you're doing it for is to fulfill the legacy of your friend. And I, I, I hear that and I understand that. It's yeah. just a lot uh, of, of of work for something that might not be fun to do for years and years and years. So, mm-hmm. yeah, and I I think we touched upon it a bit in the smaller podcast we did earlier this week. But of course, there remains some big unknowns. For example, they've been saying they'll only do what Mira said he was going to do. So Maury he he repeated that he would only write what he's sure of. He'll skip the parts he can't remember well. Uh, he wouldn't. He said he wouldn't flesh out anything beyond what Mira said uh, either, and how all that will work on the page is uh, completely unknown for now. So, like, will they skip some parts because they don't have enough information about them? Will they streamline the content of the episodes themselves? Uh, for example, no more little jokes, uh, no more stuff with the elves, less details all around, reduced character development. It's hard to know exactly how they plan to proceed just based on the announcement. And I feel, to me at least, this is where some cynicism can creep up because when Maurice says that only a genius like Mura could have drawn a masterpiece like Berserk, uh, and that's to explain why he's not going to be drawing it himself, I want to reply, then why are you doing this project at all? Like, why are the... I mean, I get why he's not doing it. It's because he probably doesn't want to feel like he's usurping the authorship of the work. And I, and I get it. But it's not like Mira's former assistants are also on Mira's level either. So again, there's a bit of an uneasiness in that regard for me, at least, because right. it's it's a lot of good sentiments, but it's all, the proof is in the pudding, right? You gotta see the execution to to know. Right, and that's yeah. still very much unknown. Yeah, the little details made up so much of what made Berserk great. So that's a that's a big point. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. I mean, I think there's three factors to what you're talking about. There's the involvement of Maury, which uh, adds that credibility of someone that, you know, discussed at length, you know, the entire series uh, with uh, Mira. There's the the artists, there's Studio Gaga, who worked, you know, as Mira's assistants, you know, in essence, trying to emulate and fit in with his style that could potentially, you know, hopefully do that to some success going forward. And then the marriage of these three, the third factor is, you know, Maury laid out, well, maybe the ideal thing would have been like, you know, an art book or some sort of illustrated story guide where I just Mm -hmm. lay out, yeah, this is what he told me. So maybe that would have been sort of the purest way to do this. But then there's the fact of, yes, the the publishers were probably like, "Uh, do you think you could do that in an ongoing series that we could continue to publish and, you know, sell advertisements for? So that's, I mean, you could see that as like an, a, a bad part of the compromise, but in a way it's kind of a marriage that's like, all right, this is, you know, again, the best we could hope for where it's like, you're going to get this facsimile of a continuation of Berserk. We're going to get the story 
the assistants are going to continue to be employed and get to, you know, emulate, you know, Mira's art and hopefully develop their own strong, you know, style. But yeah, yeah. it's like it's all these factors floating around where it's like it's not the most pure way, but it's probably maybe it's the best way to have like, hey, I'm going to have a complete berserk collection on my shelf at the end and hopefully i'll feel pretty good about it even though the second you know or the th- last third of it is kind of a tribute you know series to yeah the story. honestly I, I get why they went with a manga for the medium instead of uh, a book illustrated book because it's what berserk was yeah and mura himself was a man of manga and like you said berserk was that and I think if you ask Mira, he would probably want the story of Berserk to be told that way. I think, again, it's it's all about or worries that it won't live up to what uh, to him. And, you know, like, I'm afraid they might create expectations they won't be able to fulfill, basically. Uh, so in, in that sense, the an illustrated book would have been much safer. Like you said, yeah. it's, it's the purest form. It's safer at the same time. And it's also what Maury said to justify his decision. Some things would be lost, like some of the stuff, the dialogues, the scenes, the look of the one character to another also wouldn't have translated well enough. So all we can do, I think, at this point is to basically trust in his judgment, I guess, in that regard. I think he put it best when he said, like, you know, Mira told him all these things and had all these conversations with him about, you know, <laughs> the rest of the series. And, you know, what would I what would I say to him if I was like, yeah, and I just I didn't finish it for you, you know, buddy, and I probably could have. Yeah, you guys are saying it, but the higher fidelity you go with something like this, the more it becomes uh, perilous. Yeah. Like, yeah. Because you're adding detail for here's just an example to make a granular because that's how I understand things as examples like when Guts finally goes into Falconia. And he faces Griffith or crosses that bridge and into pandemonium. What does that look like? Who's there? Like, I'm sure Mira and him talked about like exactly the result of that encounter, right? And what his aspirations were for that kind of encounter. But like, how's it framed? Like, what's emphasized? You know, what are the expressions? Like, who's on the screen? Who does the first blow? All that mm-hmm. stuff. It's like the detail. Like, everything comes alive with the details in these things. Um the details that they eventually create, they have to feel authentic. And the moment they don't feel authentic, I just think this is a perilous and perilous uh, journey they're taking. Just yeah. just the artwork alone, we could probably do hours on all the ins and outs of, you know, style and, you know, what would look good. And what, you know, is it worse the more they try to look like Mira? Because it's not going to look like it. So mm-hmm. does it look even weirder for, like, trying to perfectly emulate the style if that's what they're going to do or would it be better if they just did the best they could in a style that's a, that still looks good but is a little different yeah the the biggest risk to me is going to be like direct comparison uh to Berserk by Murai not being able to withstand it and i of course i don't just mean graphically and, and that's a good point you made uh personally i think trying to emulate his style is probably the, the best at least what i would have wanted but i can understand an argument for the opposite but yeah i don't just mean that it's also a matter of paneling storytelling the finesse of the dialogue and so on all of this stuff is part of what makes a, a good manga right and mura was really good at all of these things so even just having great art if you don't have good paneling for example it can quickly look bland and boring and if the dialogue sucks even worse so 
nailing all of this is going to be tough. But in order to make the paneling interesting and to make the dialogue compelling, do you have to get, you know, creative and risk, you know, going outside the lines of what Mira's vision was? That's, that's I the think big, that's, that's the struggle. big question, right? Yeah. Like the elf dialogue is it's one of those things that you kind of take for granted uh, in Berserk up till now. Like it's such a it was literally Mira talking <laughs> directly mm-hmm. to the yeah. audience. It's his, his sense of humor on the page. Somehow, basically. Who is going to yeah. be that? Who's going to be that voice? Yeah. Now, if anyone could be that voice, it would be his best friend, right? That's you know, true. You, you know, but it's like, does he feel entitled to do that? You I don't know, even he, know that Maury has the same like depth or level of knowledge as Miura does to yeah. like obscure things, you know? Yeah, I still have a totally different sense of humor and personality. Right, sense of humor is a factor too. Yeah. Yeah, and also, I mean, so I. I feel nothing but uh, good things for Maury and everybody involved in this project. Only good vibes to send their way. Yeah. But yeah. Maury, Maury himself would say that he's no he's no genius like Mira was, right? That's something that comes out of his mouth. You can read every interview he ever he ever did. He'll always say the same thing. Mira was a genius, and I think he means it in the same way that I am, not as an exaggeration to say he was a good artist, but really he was like beyond the level you, a normal human can attain by just working much, right? He was really gifted. Yeah. So even if you try in that case, you might not be able to attain it. And that's also the, the risk is that he might not want to try it because he knows he can't reach it. You know, that's also a possibility. I guess if we we're at 30 minutes here and that's fine. I just wanted to see like shift gears a little bit. What do we want? Something like this to be. Yeah. Just, so just go ahead. I'll, yeah, I'm just going to answer your question basically. I think I was just eager. <laughs> Sorry. There's two things to consider uh, for me. The first and foremost one is that this will provide us with an outline of where Mira wanted the story to go. And to me, there's going to be value in that no matter what happens, because it's better to know what Mira's intent was than to stay in the dark and guess. And I was strongly opposed, if you remember, to the notion that episode 264 was how Berserk was meant to end, because it clearly <laughs> was not. It no, was, no one I mean, was saying it was meant. They were just so, rationalizing it. Uh, some people did. Guy, I, right? Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, my okay. point is some people were rationalizing it, sure. which I understand. I fully understand this that. This was the best possible ending. <laughs> Actually, I think if he had lived to be 100 and you know, did Berserk and, and a sci-fi series after that would have been a better way. But. Yeah, pretty much. So, I mean, this was not, not the ending meant to be, and it's done right false to present it as like the proper end of the story. So I'm glad we're getting more information. And the second thing to consider is that it will not be the same. It will not be Berserk as Kentaro Mira did it. And to me, it's really important for people to keep that, in, to keep that, keep that in mind because Otherwise, they're going to be disappointed. And Maury himself said it in, in his note, is that I cannot say that I can draw it because I know it. That is because only the genius Kentaro Mira can draw a masterpiece like Berserk. I know I'm repeating the same thing, but my point is you will not be able to get the same thing. Even if the art was managed to be imitated perfectly, it still wouldn't be the same. There'll be like if you're a hardcore fan who really follows Berserk well, you, you'll find tons of small differences. That's inevitable. So it's best to keep expectations in check in that regard. But uh, if you just let me 
read your little list. What will they find in Pandemonium? What is a boy's name? What is the extent of the great guru's power? How did Zad become an apostle? How was the concept of mana come into play? What was Void's name when he was human? What new armor and fighting skills will Casca acquire or develop? What would Isidro and Mule's next encounter have been like? Who will Puck and Gus Beherit derail causality in the end? These are questions I've wondered about during the last 12 months, like many times before, but I felt a deep sorrow in knowing that I'd never have Mura's answers for them. And this is why, without even talking about the grand finales, the ending, Gus versus Griffiths, just getting more information about Mura's authorial intent for the story can only be a good thing to me. So regardless of what happens, even if what they do isn't so great, at least we can extract that information and use it for us, for imaginations, for thoughts, for discussions. We'll have that. So that's my take on that. Worst case scenario, you can take that information, read Berserk through volume 41, and then you know what happened after. Yeah, You just exactly. don't get to read it. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, my answer is simple. I would just despite my what's the word instinct as someone who writes as well to not to have constraints because writing is all about freedom to me that's like the power of writing is that it can be anything you want it to be but when you're working under these constraints it does not sound very fun at all mm -hmm. i would not yeah. i would not undertake a project like this wouldn't even consider it personally mm -hmm. um but because it's happening if it's going to happen under these you know this way i would prefer it to be to maintain uh, to be conservative with with everything, with in terms of its scope, in terms of what it tries to do, I would I would rather it be conservative rather than bulky. So if yeah, they have to end it in two volumes, even though that's really perfunctory, I say go for it. If that's what you have to do to maintain consistency with what the vision was, if that's all you can do, then that's all you can do. Man, you guys said it. Yeah, <laughs> I, I guess, don't know that that's uh, the best uh, manga though. I mean, it's going to be a really staccato kind of barren hollow experience if you just jump around right from here to the finale right but if that's what it takes to maintain the vision then to me that's the path forward i have kind of a middle way view of it because i look at it like as was saying he'd even want it to be you know yeah he did almost like little islands of story you know just whatever more he knew and then you yeah. could kind of depict it and have it, you know, end and then almost almost like little mini, not like mini chapters. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Know, of can we, if I can interject really quick, just yeah. to build on what you said, it whenever you replied to my big reply, you put it in a way that I had not even really thought about it, which was that it could be kind of a documentary style where their material as documentarians is what Mira's vision was. And all they're doing is bringing that vision to life without you know, editorializing or offering their opinion on something, right? So right. that's another way, kind of a, a historical approach to this is that they're bringing to life these things that otherwise wouldn't, but they're not adding to those things. Yeah, then they're not they're not getting into any deviations. We're not going to get like I was when we were talking about like the elves and you know how the humor could change. I was thinking just funny, you know, what if Maury was like the vulgarian of the two of them? You know, it's a wow, Puck Puck is making a lot more dick jokes than he used to. You know, gosh, that's that's different. Uh, Fully detailed, super deformed Wang. <laughs> yeah, basically like uh, oh, yeah. the series has changed. Um, yeah. For, well, uh, go ahead. <laughs> Mura has described Maury as a. Uh, a wild like man before. <laughs> oh my oh gosh. My God. So, yeah. Wild has taken over Berserk. Oh, oh no. no. 
Enjoy and exciting is too. going to be the, the name of the game going forward. <laughs> yeah, adventure and excitement. <laughs> oh, Lord. Well, I was going to say to answer, you know, your question, Walter, basically, I guess the, the ideal here is that the artwork is good enough that, you know, to a casual fan, it will still look like the style of Berserk, just a little different, you know, almost like how we have the different, we think of the different art styles that as Mira has evolved over the years. This will just be, this won't look like Mira's work anymore, but it's like, oh, well, that still looks like Berserk, you know, like the character models are still true to form, but obviously the style is a little different. So hopefully this will just be, you know, and who knows, maybe their art style, like say they have enough material that they're going to do like five or ten volumes. It could develop and evolve over time as well, and we could have like, I don't know, two or three different art styles before they're done. But so I guess the platonic ideal is that it looks good enough that, you know, it looks good. You can read it. You can put it side by side with Berserk, you know, proper and say, okay, yeah, this looks this looks authentic. It's on point. And same thing with the story so that you'll have something that's, you know, different, but doesn't feel inauthentic, doesn't feel less than in any sort of, you know, in any way that matters from, you know, the spirit of the series. Mm -hmm. So, you know, that that's what I'm looking for. That's like best case scenario to me. One of the worries I have is that, well, it's not really a worry, but it's more of a, a fact, is uh, Mura, he worked until uh, on like details of each episode until the last moment. And we've seen it uh, by the times we saw some rough drafts, he did the names. For example, when we saw the previous code hand, uh, we, we can see that their design changed slightly uh, between his draft and the final version. So that's something he did at the last moment. And uh, and there's also many other things uh, from his interviews and stuff where it transpires that, yeah, the devil is in the detail. and he would add and modify and change out of changes of heart. Uh, as he was doing the little details, and sometimes he would pile on to form something bigger. So for example, Walter mentioned, I believe in the last podcast, that uh, what he had said about Isma, that he decided to have her go along in the journey because, well, I've introduced her in the story, it would be a waste for her to just leave already. So she'll go on for a little longer. And so that's just a small thing but it could have a, a bigger effect, uh, you know, down the line. So another yeah, element to consider is that just because they have a rough framework of what Mura intended, it's not the same as having every little detail. And Walter touched upon it earlier by saying, like, when they get to the pandemonium, who will be, who will strike first, who will say this, who will say what, despite what they're saying about staying as authentic as possible there's still a lot of interpretations that's going to be going on, like necessarily. Mori yeah. will have to interpret it, and then the assistants will have to, or Studio Gaga, I should say, will have to interpret it as they draw it. And that's also where there's a lot of, uh, how to say, margin of error, right? It can really swing both ways in this regard, I think. And as you pointed out, we also lose those last-second improvisations and you know flourishes that only he could have provided. Yeah, there's there's another wrapping around this whole thing. And I think I talked about it a lot before we even got the news. And it's that no matter what we get at the time, it was if we get anything, no matter what we get, we're always going to be second guessing it. You know, now the lens has been obscured because mm -hmm. we know it's not from Miura. 
and yet we're dealing with you know basically the raw material of what Mir left behind through memories but now whatever's committed to page we're still going to have to kind of like weigh it in our minds right and that i don't think that's going to be very comfortable uh for any any episode yeah. You're, we're going to be of two minds on everything in a way. It's going to mm-hmm. be, yeah. You know, I, ma- I made the comparison to uh, Ganeshka, that, that panel where, you know, it's like, you get, you know, th- this is maddening. Like, that is how I felt about it initially, where it's like, oh, wow, this is everything I want to hear. And yet I'm full of dread about it. <laughs> Which panel do you mean? Uh, th- when Griffith is like saying, you know, oh, you look uncomfortable, and is like reaching out to touch him. Oh, and Ganishka, the, yeah. And Ganishka is having the confliction of like, this is his enemy, and he hates him, but his his voice is so soothing, and I mm-hmm. want him to touch me. I want to touch him, but I, he knows he'll lose everything. But so, <laughs> but it was just that feeling of like, yeah, that deep mm-hmm. conflict, you know, where it's like, this is everything I want, but I I know, you know, I, I'm I'm afraid. I'm I'm still mm-hmm. dreading it. So. Hopefully, uh, I've kind of gotten over that. That was my initial uh, feeling. Sure. Well, yeah, I, dread is the wrong word for me, and and so is hype. <laughs> I'm somewhere in the middle still because I, I want to see it. I'm enthusiastic about it. I think it's possible for them to pull it off, but I, I think what – I don't know. what hasn't been acknowledged. Maybe it has been acknowledged is that it's just a really difficult, like, sequence yeah. of events that need to play mm-hmm. out for this to actually be – a success in everyone's eyes yeah and so well, just set your expectations properly <laughs> and we're we're in like this this waiting period here you know we're in this little purgatory where it's like yeah. anticipation and everything's perfect like the episodes could come out and it could be a rude awakening <laughs> so mm-hmm. we don't know there's you know we're like i'm kind of the jury is out we're reserving judgment still well, I liked so. I liked the wording that Puella used in her message this morning, which was uh, anticipatory and restless. Yeah, <laughs> that's really I think defining the feeling right now. I think Azil, you had said the next two weeks are going to be really busy or stressful, and I was yeah. like, no man, it's the next two weeks after that they're going to be busy and stressful after the episodes <laughs> land. It's going to be a freaking nightmare zone. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, we'll welcome see. to the nightmare zone is what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah. Honestly, I just uh, personally, I'm trying to keep my expectations in check as much as possible. I'm trying to like not have expectations, right? So that whatever comes, I'll take it and be. But of course, I mean, I hope it's as good as possible, and uh, yeah, yeah. But uh, we'll see. At the same time, you know, over the past year, and I guess maybe even before that, I've come to realize I was really a fan of Mura himself. Mm-hmm. And so I've I've talked about this a bit before, but it's not just a matter of the brand to me. Like to some people, it's a bit like Star Wars or you know Marvel movies or whatever. They are a fan of the brand, whatever has the brand slapped on it, they love it because they love the brand. It's like a sports team. You know, for me, Berserk was great because of Mura, and the reason I'm glad for this project is because it's based on Mura's ideas, and we're going to get Mura's intent. And so no offense to the people executing it, because I think they're the best ones who could have done it. Because I don't think like a uh, you know, five-star mangaka would have decided to take on that project instead of doing his own project. Mm-hmm. So these guys are the best ones who could have possibly done it. But still, what interests me is really Mura's touch and getting some of Mura's intent and some of his legacy through them. And that's pretty much it for me. 
it's a tough it's a tough balance because you want to look forward to it but it's also this conflicting feeling like like Griff said this conflicting feeling and this kind of continuation of the grieving process it's just that knowing that Mira isn't going to be there and even though Mori is in a way collaborating with Mira's memories and and taking those and shaping them into something new you know it can never be the same and that's the painful part for me yeah that's also why I said to me the next two weeks are going to be really long is because at least when we see that double issue we'll will know what to expect in a way because it's going to be i mean it's a huge issue right it's mm-hmm. a it's a huge development it's equivalent to femto and skullite on top of ganesha mm-hmm. it's equivalent to uh, gus griffiths and zod on the hill swords so i mean we'll see and they've had a year to work on it yeah wow well, talk about hit the ground running yeah. I, wasn't even, I wasn't even thinking that detailed about it isn't it weird though like how do you what is your guys feeling about that like that should be this should be a super exciting thinking, yeah. hype level moment and yet that's not where my heart is my heart is like yeah i want to see i want to see I was, I guess. no you no know? it's like it's you know you're right i just it just hit me like a ton of it's like i'm not thinking about it at all i'm Same. not thinking i don't care yeah. about griffith or guts it's like how is it gonna look i've never cared yeah. so much about the pages you know like yeah. other than not the content which is i totally the opposite of what as was laying out is important and it's like yeah it's true because i'm so curious because it's it's bigger it's outside the story it's uh yeah. it's the entire delivery system and what it's going to be going forward and you know is it going to look as a facsimile let me use an example that you know, as we'll probably object to, like the difference between say the '97 anime and the 2016 one, Ooh, <laughs> you know, where yeah. if it's if it's the equivalent of the latter, I'm probably not going to be able to follow it like <laughs> I did for sure. sure. But if it's the former, okay, I can squint and you know be like, eh, this is you know, I'm still entertained. This is you know, entertaining me on that level. So yeah, so I think that it's is natural that is though. This apprehension, I think that's natural to think about it because, yeah, yeah. because we don't know what the, the level of expectations have been altered. And so our brains are waiting for that level of expectation to be set within the first three or four pages that will be set. And so the remaining should be pretty good. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I said so earlier, but to me, it's absolutely natural and even expected that uh, a fan of Berserk would be nervous and worried about this. Yeah. Because if you're not nervous and worried, it means you probably did not uh, fully appreciate how good Berserk was before and the amount of effort and talent uh, Mira put into it. Uh, it's just, it's a very simple thing is that emulating that is very difficult. We said so uh, many times in the, in the, over the past year. It's just, and you've just said so again, Walter, it's just not easy to replicate that amount of quality. And you could somebody could say well i'm going to do my own story and it's going to be as good or nearly as good or even better but at least it's your story right but when you Mm -hmm. take someone else's story and you try to make it as good as they were making it i mean that's extra hard Mm -hmm. yeah and yeah i mean this just uh made it clear to me how much i am reserving judgment and that yeah i haven't been excited about the most consequential meeting arguably in the series to date and i'm still just thinking well we'll see <laughs> you know, we'll see yeah what yeah it, you know, what I, it I is. Was, 
for like a two seconds, my mind was processing, is it the most? And it, it kind of is because it <laughs> yeah. sets the tone and the direction for the ne- the rest of the story events. You know, this particular yeah, I mean, conflict between the, Gus yeah, Griffith, Casper, re- and the boys. Of, yeah, it's, yeah, it's insane. It's, I really sympathize with those guys. I would say, wow, that's really unfair to have mm. to start with this. Right. Just a huge undertaking. Well, that mm. actually segues into a really nerdy question I had for you guys, which is, does this change the context of 364 to you and 363? Whereas 363 was the last one released while Mira was alive. 364 was, quote unquote, the last episode and the last one with his participation. But Maury indicated, you know, they did maybe more work on that than we originally thought so are you you know this is a personal subjective in your mind are you going to view sort of like the end of mira's berserk as 363 or still 364 and the clean book end of volume 41 actually what maury said is pretty much the same thing uh the young animal eating department said when 364 came out it's not really i mean we already in the news that they had to finish the last few pages so mm-hmm. and when he says uh, some characters weren't even on, on the page, I mean, for example, that panel of guts at the bottom where you can. So you think it might have been less than it kind of then, you know, it might have sounded to me. Uh, yeah, I mean, like, I, like I, I in there still. I think they, I think we have a good appreciation of what they did on those pages. To me, I think the the biggest I mean, the biggest thing they worked on was like the page with Casca. Uh, the full page where, where she's with the child, and uh, you can tell oh. that, yeah. Oh, I was just going to rephrase. Maybe the way to put it is, are you, are you going to view that episode more as the end of Mira's Berserk Project, or in a way, the yeah. beginning of this one? No, no, I it's think... Kinda, uh, it's kind of both. Yeah, I think 364 uh, is fitting as the last one Mira did, basically, because he did the draft, he did the storyboard, he did like 80% of the inking. So, yeah, to me, I mean, they finished it and right. the credit should not be taken from that, but uh, it still is the last one he did. I think uh, 365 is really the first one, and 366 are the first ones they've really worked on by themselves. And even though, I mean, I'm going to assume, and the fact uh, Young Animal said right away that there would be six more episodes until the end of the chapter. I'm going to assume they already had like some material on that that allows them to map it out and finish it like that. And that yeah. maybe afterwards right. it's going to be different. Right, it very specific. Yeah. Was, we, we're going to finish these six episodes and then we're starting a new. It's also yeah. the level of specificity we've never gotten before about yeah. how things will go. So it's kind of strange to hear that. Yeah, yeah. I, I think it's because they mapped it out yeah. based on, on stuff they had. and But still... Like, even if they had more material from Mira or whatever on that, he did not do the storyboard. He did not do the draft. Well, uh, hang and, on a second. You say yeah. that, but there's that, that weird two-page promotional of Guts swinging his sword, right? For yeah. all we know, that's the opening two pages of 365. That's Yeah, that's true. I expect that drawing to be in 365. I expect and it to he, be there. If that's there, then it's possible that some elements of those were storyboarded yeah. as well. Yeah, well, yeah, maybe. It's true. Yeah, you're right. It's correct. But I'll, I'll t- to answer Griff's question earlier, uh, to me, 364, just it passes the smell test in terms of does this seem like berserk? Does this feel like, does this feel anomalous? 
and it doesn't. So, you know, I understand there's some question about to level of detail. Those pages were storyboarded, but regardless, it still felt very much like I didn't I didn't notice anything strange at all. Well, yeah. I'm not putting it in any sort of negative connotation where like, oh, it's inauthentic. It's to me, it's just more like, you know, he he died. They had to publish this one without mm-hmm. him. And if that had been the end of it, it's sort of like, well, that's the end of Berserk. But because they're resuming publication, presumably in a way in which they finished that final episode, you know, whatever they had to do for that, they're going to expand on it. You know, as has pointed out factually, Mira did a lot of the work on that. That won't necessarily be the case going forward with the next uh, episode. And especially when they get beyond these next few episodes, there won't be any room for that. So it's more of a how do you contextualize it, you know? Mm-hmm. And I'm probably, cause in my head, I've always, you know, it's like, was it 363 or 364 now is how I kind of look at it. It'll probably be 364 cause it's the end of volume 41. And yeah, he did, you know, 80% of it. And we, the rest of this is a question mark and a new project. So, yeah. yeah. You know, to me, this touches upon a, an issue which I've been, has been kind of ongoing is that I cannot, Kind of bothers me that they've decided to keep calling it Berserk. Uh, yeah. I think they should add a subtitle to it, honestly. I mean, I've said Berserk Legacy, for example, before. It could be anything else. But because it's not going to be Mira's Berserk and because who, people who expect it to be might be disappointed, I think they should do that. And I'm, I'm fine with keeping the volume numbering. It doesn't bother me at all. But uh, I hope they do end up adding a subtitle for that reason, just to have a clear demarcation saying, okay, volume 41, the cover had to be finished by the assistants. The last episode, some parts were finished by the assistants. There's the poster in it that was finished by the assistants, but like on total, it's like 95% by Mura and that's Mura's you know, work and it ends there. And 42 on, it's, a continuation by people who care very much about him based on his work that they're staying faithful to, but it's still not exactly the same. And so, yeah, I kind of wish they, they would do that. Well, and I wonder that these first six episodes that we don't know how much material Mira produced for, it, it just makes me wonder, did they kind of have a an idea? Were these like the six that were kind of already on the slate in, in different stages of planning? And then when they're done with that, that's when maybe it's like, you know, they're going to start a new chapter arc and it'll be, you know, completely fresh from that point. We're in, you know, there's no, uh, what is it? There's no, no, no points on the map anymore, except for what Maury has in his head or what, you know, Mira discussed with, you know, the editors in big picture terms. Could, could be, honestly, I, I do think the, it seems likely to me based on the announcement that they had like a pretty clear picture of where things were going to go. Uh, Mura had said before that we were close to the end of the chapter. And honestly, just based on how long it had been going on and the events that were transpiring, it, like it always felt like it was a good place to, to end it, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. So I, I expected really... You know, you can check even the threads. I was always like, well, I would have probably ended like uh, five episodes later. Honestly, that's within expectations. Not surprised. Uh, I do think after that, we might jump around, maybe have a time skip. Uh, it's it's going to be more of an uncharted uh, territory uh, thing, I, I believe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. On the name thing, um, initially I didn't really care, but as I thought about it, to me it's like a principle thing. Like I don't think 
people will be confused. I think there's enough publicity around this and his death was so visible that for it to be continued, I think most people are going to understand that this is a continuation by a different team and they're probably going to include a note. So to me, it's not a matter of confusion, but to me, it would be, it would have been appreciated though. It's like a tip of the hat that this isn't necessarily more yeah. berserk in the same way. Right. So yeah. it's just a principal thing more than it is like a marketing thing. My my level of misanthropy is such that I I believe that there is a large segment of fans that won't even know Mira isn't alive. <laughs> you know, it's gonna be like, man, Berserk is back. And did you see what guts what happened with Guts and Griffith? It's better than ever. <laughs> like, oh, just God. gets populated automatically in their torrent yeah, feet. Yeah, the, like the showed up. Oh. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I mean, because I mean, they're still going to prominently display his name too, aren't they? Right. Yeah. So, of course. Yeah. Entire yeah, mirror's berserk. Sure. Right. So. Right, let's say MK's berserk. Moving forward. <laughs> Those initials. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. yet, to answer your question earlier, Walter, you know, this is one thing that's kind of hard to answer because you don't know what it's going to end up looking like, but. One thing that I considered was whether it would be nice if the team like Mori and Studio Gaga were to be kind of uh, transparent, if possible, about what parts they're, you know, interpreting. And, you know, after the fact, it might be interesting if they were to release an art book saying, you know, this is the sketch that we based this on or, you know, because obviously they're going to be like uh, elements of the characters that might change or, you know, new armor, new costuming. And it'd be interesting to know what they came up with versus what uh, Mira originally conceived. So that's something that I thought might be nice moving forward. Yeah, I agree. I'm totally down to getting still like a book that's as pure as possible in transmitting Mira's intent after the fact, after it's done. Mm -hmm. At the same time, like it sounds to me like based on what Maury had said, a lot of it is the memories and the conversations, things that wouldn't have been documented necessarily. Uh, that's the the key element, not necessarily just the the hand drawn things that Mira might have also had. I hope he's got a good memory. <laughs> yeah, right. That too. And it's also a question of do you reveal such things if they were nascent? You know, is that something? I don't know if that's proper or not. I'm not saying it is or is not. I'm just wondering. Yeah, that's the question. I guess that's the I question. Mean, yeah. It's so it's two different things. I mean, I wouldn't mind both in the same package, but I just want a general Mira art book covering sure. like his whole life, you know, and everything he worked on, and you know, just give us all the unreleased awesome stuff <laughs> that he left <laughs> behind. I would love an additional art book from Berserk. Uh, I'll take I'll take five. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I can't recall if there were any other questions, but like. Azil, you alluded to it, but I wanted to talk about it real quickly, and that is the enumerating aspect of this. There are six episodes left in the chapter of Elf Island, and then they said they're going to start a new arc. Um, there's only one chapter in Falcone, in, in Fantasia then, if that's the yeah. case, which is a little strange. Yeah. Do I care? Not necessarily. It's just notably odd that an arc only has one chapter. The Golden Age is just an arc, no chapter. You know, Conviction well, has three chapters, right? Yeah, Golden Age isn't even an arc, technically. The first arc is Condemnation. But, uh, mm. yeah. Yes, that's... Uh, I mean, it doesn't feel like something Mira would have done. The best way to look at it is to look at uh, Millennium Falcon. Uh, yep. It's got uh, Record of Holy and uh, Evil War. Then it's got uh, Falconia. Then we get Fantasia, Arc, Elf Island Chapter, 
logic would dictate that we're going to get a second one, then we'll get, I mean, either a third one or we'll get a new arc and two chapters and that's the end of the story, right? And that kind of tracks with what we got so far. So it's, I agree it's odd. Uh, it doesn't mean necessarily anything. And I don't think Mira yeah. really cared very much about arcs and chapters, honestly. I don't think he, he really cared. But it does feel like they're doing it to demarcate maybe something and because they are going to be moving forward, uh, whereas Mira might not have. So I'm not sure exactly, honestly, complete uncertainty about this. But it is notable to me as an anomaly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, Fantasia as an arc itself, just the name, is vague enough, and the title Fantasia is important enough that that could have conceivably carried them to the end of the series, as far as I'm concerned. There's yeah. still a lot we don't know about Fantasia, for example, like the one I keep harping on is life on the continent for standard humans, for example. That's like a huge, massive potential thing they could explore sure. if they really wanted to. Yeah, I mean, you would expect uh, the characters to go back to the continent have some adventures mm-hmm. and then to move on to like the final phase. And of course, this would serve as a kind of a buffer where they would grow and develop and things would, you know, uh, happen, preparing them from for the final confrontation. And maybe they would meet up with Rickert and Silat and Diaba and all that stuff. So that would feel naturally like it would take up a, a number of uh, volumes and it would make for like one chapter, another chapter. Like you yep. said, feels odd to move on so quickly. But yeah, I, I, I hear you on, it could be just be a way of drawing a line in the sand, right. just that this is not us anymore, this is not me or us anymore, now it's a new arc, new team, that kind of thing. To I, me, I it. it's a it's a good sign, because yeah, it does seem, it seems odd, but it seems odd in the same way it's been strange when they've changed, you know, how they, how they do episodes, chapters, you know, it's like a publishing thing, yeah. and there's definitely a reason for it in this case which is that the author died we've put together a new team that would create an anomaly and sort of a a a situation where you know things are going to be a little different and so acknowledging that difference uh Mm. i think lends them a little credibility actually where it's like okay you're not you know saying like well we finished the end of the elf chapter arc here's the next one Mira would have given you it's like this is almost more of an acknowledgement of like okay we've got to the end of this these episodes that we had some sure. pretty good idea of, and then after that, we're really uh, getting into like new territory. Yeah. It's actually something I've uh, wondered about uh, in the past year because, again, since we were so close to the end of the chapter, I was thinking if something is restarted, even if we start with like a volume one, episode one approach for another series or whatever, a continuation, it feels odd that there would be like five or six or seven episodes and then they end the chapter and then they start a new one. And so in that sense, maybe that's why they're also doing it like that because like they can't just keep these ones and they have to be included in the chapter because like there's the end of it. But right. so they are doing it and then after that they're moving on just because it's they the, basically have no choice. To paraphrase uh, Gob earlier, it's like the cleanest a solution for a messy situation yeah mm. they're finishing what was in motion before they start the yeah new stuff. right i get it cool uh any other questions comments guys things you want to talk about is a very strange situation that all berserk fans have been placed in yeah gobs and Greg, go ahead well i just you know like i said earlier i want to give my support to the 
team that's working on this, Studio Gaga and Koji Mori. Uh, I just hope that everything goes well and that they have the opportunity to give it their best effort. Good luck. Don't fuck this up. <laughs> yeah. In, in that same vein, I hope we're not here like in a month making fun of the the new episode to come because we've realized, oh, yeah, this isn't going to work out. Oh, God. <laughs> so we're well, jaded. Yeah. And, you know. I'm not going to be like, negative up front about it, but when it was quickly realized how bad the 2016 anime was, we just stopped talking about it on the show. Yeah. We just didn't even bother recording anything about it. Well, it was it. I think I laid out my case where it's like, you know, if this really doesn't work out, I can just follow as is summaries and pointless translations. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and get get the pure information, you know, <laughs> that Mira left behind. This actually is a good point because the dialogue is going to be a big deal. So, and I feel like, for like for Pula specifically, when she reads the dialogue, it might be like a big moment to determine whether. Like like you said earlier, it's, it passes a smell test. It could does it jump feel out like yeah? Does it feel like yeah? Does it feel like Mira's dialogue or does it feel like not? And, and I feel like that's going to be. Uh, I don't want to reference uh, the light novels, the infamous light novel, <laughs> but yeah, the skill in in writing uh, can can make a big difference. It so. is. I was gonna say, are you? Is anyone interested? And in, you know, I'm looking at you as. In like reading all of Maury's previous work and Duranki and you know analyzing everything and then comparing it to the new episodes to see. Not, hey, wait a minute. Not at all. And we we <laughs> talked a bit uh, with Walter on the on the previous uh, podcast we did about this. Honestly, I I knew Maury was a close friend of Mura's. Of course, they, they've only revealed they are actually super close in like the past few years. Ten years ago, he would just say, "Oh, he's a friend of mine." Now they, they became more, how to say, bold about it to just explain the depth of the relationship. Honestly, his stuff does not interest me. Uh, I, I actually prefer his wife's work than his, his own uh, because she's a, she's a gag mangaka, so she does little funny stuff. That actually interests me more, even more than Umino Chika's uh, work as well. So just not interested in it. Nothing against him, I'm sure. He, he's popular enough. He's not, and, and that's also a thing we were talking about whether that project could be motivated by greed earlier. Honestly, I don't. I may be naive, but I don't think so. Moore is not strapped for cash. He's got yeah, success. His, he got adapted into a live yeah. action series, so yeah. it's not like Twice. he's nothing. Yeah, yeah. and, and uh, Sosia no Taiga, I think it's also being popular. It's not even published with Hakusensha. I think he just cared deeply for his friend, and he felt that crushing duty to, to do something. So at the same time, honestly, no, I'm I'm not interested in his work. I will of course follow MK, uh, what he'll do uh, autobiographically about him and, uh, and and Mura. That interests me because it's Mura's story basically. So definitely, I'll, I'll check that out. Holy Land, Suicide Island, uh, Tiger of Genesis, eh, not interested. Well, I just meant for the sake of comparing and contrasting, you know, for, it's basically the deepest Berserk deep dive, you know, for the new Berserk you could do. For research to, purposes, yeah. Yeah, to basically say, like, this is, this dialogue is, you know, the, the earmarks of his dialogue are here. This is not Mira's, you know. Uh, well, I just go, on I, a, go ahead, Ezio. Now I was going to say, I say, think... <laughs> I think I'll be able to tell without even doing that whether it's uh, right. like Mira or not. You know it on the mirror side of things already. 
I'm just going to piggyback on somebody else's research. I'm going to go holyland.net real quick. <laughs> Let's see. What'll we get? Get, get it started. I'm going to close that browser window immediately. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, wow. <laughs> uh, um, yeah. It's one of those series, many, all, all the series that I've seen, I've flipped through in the pages of Young Animal and they didn't slow me down. So to me, that kind of says it all. I, I just don't think it wasn't at Berserk's caliber. And so it didn't stop me in my tracks. Even when I peeked at it, it was just like, sure, it looks mm. okay. You know? Yeah. One thing's for sure is that if, if this isn't, how to say, up to our expectations, I've already got a nickname for it, which I posted about <laughs> in, the, in the thread, Berserk Modoki, which, uh, which is what Guts calls the uh, pseudo-apostles, Shuto oh. Modoki. <laughs> that just basically means like fake Berserk. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so, hopefully it doesn't come to that. I know, yeah, I, it's, as is going to be like... Rooting against this now because that's so clever. <laughs> so like, oh man, I gotta, I want to bust this out. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's actually something I, I thought about like uh, I don't know in September of last year, just by, by when I was thinking about random shit. So yeah, I've been keeping it, uh, you know, with me for for all that time. But I, I really hope it doesn't come to that. You better register that domain ahead of this podcast coming out. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, you know what's interesting about this is just a random thought is that after uh, Maury's initial tribute to Mira and, you know, some of the beautiful things he had to say and when it was clear how close they were, I, I did look at some of his work, you know, sort of pining like if anyone could if anyone could continue this, <laughs> you know, but I looked at his artwork and said, ah, does it, you know, it's not really a match. It's not really a fit. No. And no. I'm pretty sure. I'm sure somebody said in one of the threads like, hey, have Maury write it and have the the assistants continue the artwork. So, you know, if we went back, we could probably find one or at least one, if not more people saying that. And that is like the, this is the ideal. This is pretty much the only uh, way they could have done it. At the same time, yeah. it's still the um, level of commitment that's required to make that happen. That to me, that's, if someone had pitched that to me before I heard Maury say, yes, I'll do it. it I would have said it sounded, sounded kind of like a long shot, you know? Yeah. It's just so, yeah. so much work to happen. It's not realistic. Yeah. It's not a realistic proposal, even though that is the proposal. Yeah, it's basically uh, like a Hail Mary because yeah. uh, like there's no other way to complete the series. Again, it's just like, I'm re just repeating myself here, but Mira passing away so suddenly was like a blow, a uh, monumental blow to everybody. To us, to Mori, to his team at Studio Gaga, to Hakusensha, the editors at Young Animal. I think everybody was just taken aback, unplanned, and it's not something you just recover from. So what they're doing this, but it's like a last ditch effort, or like like Mori said, it's you know something out of desperation almost. So yeah, it's not ideal. It's uh, it's really a stretch, but there's no other option. Yeah. I hope they, uh, I wish them lots of luck. Yeah. I'm looking forward to it. Should we talk about the uh, preview, like the mini preview oh, of episode sure. 365 we got? We see Casca's face as she I reacts. thought it looked great. I thought it looked really good. Yeah. 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 Same. No complaints. But well, now, we, now or... we can play the, did Miura do this game? You know, <laughs> like, or, and anything we don't like, you know, now we really can blame the assistants for, you know, any frames or artwork we don't like. Yeah, 
uh, when I when I, I talked to Walter about it earlier, he was like, hmm, I don't think Mira would have drawn the brand uh, so up close. So and, full uh, on. It's the, it's the framing of it where it's just It's full actually on. very gorely yeah. detailed too, I feel like. It's yeah. usually more stylized just yes, the way the Exactly. Brand There's goes. usually nuance to it instead of just like here is an actual brand that is bleeding. It was this thing. I didn't think it was bad. It just stuck out to me as like, huh, it doesn't really feel like something the betrayal wasn't something Miro would do. That's just my intuition. I don't know if it's true or not. Yeah, but it's a good I'd say it's a good example of how people might start second guessing every little thing. Yeah, but the important thing is it did look good. It looked different to our eyes, but it still looked good just on its own merits. I did think mm -hmm. it looked like really compelling. Yeah, I thought yeah. Casca's yeah. face was great personally. Yeah. So I loved it. Yeah. The other I, uh, interesting thing about the preview is that the emphasis is this of the scene is on Casca and her reaction to it. Whereas mm. as a reader, you immediately want to know. What's going to happen with Guts and Griffith? That's who was last on the page. Because Casca, her reaction is also obviously super important as well. Yeah. And she she's never consciously experienced, you know, the brand affecting her, uh, let alone this close to uh, to a god hand. True. Yeah. Yeah, and the fact... So it could be crippling. Like, it's the first time she's going to have to confront, like, Griffith, who he is now, what he did to her, and, and also the feelings that like she's mixed with his her son mm. so it's like she, she could have gotten like oh i understand this is my son oh now i see there's griffiths oh my god griffiths and my son are the same in the same body but she's actually getting everything at once so it's like yeah. super fucked up <laughs> how do you get traumatized flash uh, i'm flashing back to like our 364 takes now where it's like yeah we should be talking about this that's what we do in a preview episode and uh and yeah, I guess one of the hopes was if there was to be a 365 and now there is going to be, it would be, could this be something that sort of in a weird way recalibrates her and like cures her for guts? Because here's the real problem, mm, you yeah. know, it's like, here is the real trauma. Here is the real bad and it'll help put guts and her, you know, the, the trauma she experiences when she sees him into perspective i guess that's, that's going to be part of the challenge of depicting this episode for the new team is because that's a lot of complicated stuff yeah. to talk yeah. about and yeah. it's so delicate because casca is in such a delicate state right now mm -hmm. and how it goes like it could tip the balance between it being really compelling storytelling or not quite feeling right and how it's in how it's uh shown yeah. so yeah it's gonna Especially be tough since I think that it's gonna, like for her, it's gonna get worse before it gets better. Like I think that's a necessary step in the right direction, but I don't think she's gonna go from seeing that to being like, oh, guts, no, I'm fine. <laughs> it, uh, it, it feels like a setback is coming. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think she's, yeah, it's gonna get uh, worse, and but it's also a necessary step for her to eventually get better. But yeah, like you said, Grail, very very tough scene to to you know to depict for for the new team. I mean, whether Mori as a supervisor or the Studio Gaga team as uh, ones working on it, it's gonna be tough. And uh, like Gob said, I, I wish them a lot of luck. I'm sure they've like worked insanely hard to be able to do it justice. I don't yeah. doubt that. So I'm really like double uh i even don't know how to say crossing my fingers uh, mm -hmm. in hope for them one cool way of i mean framing what's happening on on screen on screen with casca is 
that she's seen these two fight before. She might think back to their first conflict on the hill, and yeah. then, of course, to the snow, and then now to this, you know. Good that point. Interesting. Yeah, for sure. Uh, very good point. Do we think that there's going to be any exchange? Like, is Griffith going to draw his sword? He doesn't have a sword. He's nude. He's got a... Yeah, oh, that's naked. right. You're right. You know, yeah, but... Uh, how does oh, I think I'll tell you. <laughs> I think he's necessarily going to transform into Femto. Okay, you think he'll he'll I mean he'll yeah and he'll draw that sword out. Yeah, yeah he's gonna he's gonna take out his other sword. No, I mean he, no, like a, that, that's his weapon. That you know he's oh, gonna he's that's gonna have yeah. wings. He's gonna be indestructible. He's I mean, gonna be able to crush things with his like, mind. Gus is going to swing at him, and he's going to get thrown into a three, uh, a tree, the same way he got thrown back uh, in volume in volume three. You know, yeah. like uh, we'll just see a close up of Griffith's eye. He's bam, you know, thrown back, crashes well, into a tree. Then when we zoom back from the eye, it's Femto, and then the armor activates, and then oh. Skull Knight jumps from a tree, and see? then. Now, and then Dana unleashes her power, and the great gurus come. And <laughs> I'm seeing it. I'm seeing it. You just, you just ruined it, man. Now if it's not this good, we, was, you know, these guys won't get the benefit of the doubt. Like Mira, we're gonna be like, oh, they blew, they blew it. Two page spread after two page spread. Yeah, no dialogue, just action. As has what should have happened on the podcast, and they blew it. <laughs> I think honestly, I mean, this is a kind of you know, episode where it can only be good. So if it were to be fucked up, I mean, that's just <laughs> like, like might as well, might as well end it there. Gr- right? Griffith is ha 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 ha. <laughs> you can't defeat me. Flies away. <laughs> yeah. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be a cool one. The next yeah. two. That was also nice that we're getting two. That, that's, uh, that's crazy. The cliffhanger is somewhat diminished. And then we get another, you know, they are they are really trying to ply us with you know just extra berserk and you know like come on <laughs> double episode yeah yeah it's a it's the first time in the history of the series that happens so it's not nothing that's why I still even though I read the words myself I'm still just like is it go maybe they meant something else maybe they didn't mean two episodes <laughs> maybe it's yeah. gonna be like thirty pages instead of twenty you know I mean <laughs> it's so weird to get to. Yeah, we could be because they say it's like a double issue. It could also be mm-hmm. just episode 365, but it's like 36 pages. Mm. So I mean, it could be that. Uh, I think the longest one Mira's ever done was like 31. Oh, I can't even remember. But uh, it was just one episode. It's uh, it's the one at the end of uh, volume 21. You know when uh, uh is uh, yeah yeah. I'm just thinking about Yotun with. Splitting one episode into two parts, get 11 pages per part. It's just like, oh boy, what are we doing? (laughs) What was the longest hiatus in the series history? Because in my memory, this isn't it. No, I think it's when he did uh, Gigantomachia because uh, while Gigantomachia, while he did it, Berserk was not published. So because he was creating it, as that was like almost a year. Then Gigantomachia was released in short succession, but Berserk was also not published. So yeah. I'm looking get at it. like it's, it's 30 issues of Young Animal. So it's between 2013 and 2014. Yeah. I'm looking at it right now. Sounds about right. Yep. Long one, for sure. But I mean, we we still did get Gigantomachia, so it's not like 
not like nothing, right? But yeah, it was sure. the hiatus for, for Berserk. Yeah, but to Griff's point, it's not the longest. It, it won't be the longest. One thing we did not talk about is the composition of Studio Gaga going forward, because mm. we know that there were... So, like, there's four assistants I mentioned earlier that have been had been working with Mura for over 15 years. Uh, then he hired two new guys when uh, Duranke was started to help. Uh, so there were six people. Uh, will there still be six people? Uh, like Griff, you mentioned in the thread, will former assistants come back? Who knows? It could be possible. We've maybe someone would, will someone will have left? Uh, kind of curious to see how it works. What's the new composition? Uh, who they will be working together going forward? If one, some will be specialized in like backgrounds, another one uh, in screen tones, another one in close-ups. Kind of curious as to basically who it's gonna go uh, in the future, and also exactly what role will Mori have? Because from what he says, he'll basically be writing the series and telling them what to do, like. Uh, this should be in the background. Uh, uh, character X should be standing there in this pose. Character Y should be standing there in, which, in that pose. But uh, like he won't be doing the storyboarding himself. Apparently, he'll just be like telling them how to do it, informing them how to do it, and then I guess correcting what they do if it needs to be uh, tweaked. So kind of curious how they'll be working. Uh, mm. Yeah, it's a level of freedom that, they, as far as we know, that they never had as a studio. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, before that, they were just basically doing the details Mira was telling them to do, and then he would probably touch them up afterwards they were done, just mm -hmm. to harmonize everything, like he did for Duranke. Because for Duranke, he did the storyboarding, which means the paneling and everything. He did a draft, so he drew like the characters and everything, but not detailed. And then they did the inking, the final drawings. But after that, he went over it to harmonize it and finalize it. Yep. So even with Duranke, uh, <laughs> he Mira was still was, doing everything. Yeah, he was, he was doing the well. dialogue. He was doing, yeah, he was pretty much doing everything. They were just doing the inking, which yeah. is like that's that's a big deal. But I mean, Gobs can can testify as to that. I think uh, it, it's still like writing, composing the the scenes. That's the main part almost. Oh, it's a hell of a lot. Yeah, for sure. God damn. One thing to consider is the timing of this is, uh, some guys were talking about in the thread as well, that, like when did they begin the work if they are already able to sketch out six episodes? And I I think it goes back to what Maury said when he saw that they had finished 364, was that basically they continued working. Like, that's my thought, is they continued working, they yeah. didn't stop. And Maury seeing the mm -hmm. finished 364 was like a lightning bolt moment for him. Like, oh, we can feasibly do this. Um, it also s closely coincides with Duranke announcing it's uh, that it would not continue. I think it was end of August and the uh, 364 to come out in September. So my thought was like, maybe Duranke had to cease publication so that they could actually shift all their focus to Berserk. Or maybe yeah, that's Duranke definitely never was how it looks happen. now. Yeah. yeah, makes sense in uh, retrospect. Mm -hmm. yeah, At the time, well it seemed because. really sad. It seemed like, you know, oh, those guys are just, you know, we're cutting bait. <laughs> like, yeah, it was sad. I, mean, exactly. I thought it to would me, have been the opposite case at the time. I was really disappointed because I thought, oh, you know, this is their chance to exactly. put all their eggs in, in the Duranke basket and really continue that in Mira's memory. But it right. turns out it was very different. <laughs> 
Honestly, more ambitious. I think I think it goes back to Mori's involvement. If Mori had not given the green light, he had not come on board. They would not have been able to continue Berserk. So they might have done Duranki instead. I mean, possibly. But mm. when you read the announcement, what the Young Animal Department says and what Mori says himself is basically that he had been wondering how to at least convey what the rest of the story would have been to the fans by writing an article or something illustrated. And then he decided when he saw that episode to be like, okay, uh, you know, I'll, I'll let the assistants uh, try to draw the continuation and I'll supervise it. I feel like if he had not allowed that, they would not have done it. At least that's that's how I felt about it. But that's the other thing with 364 where it's like it's it's also the proof of concept like where it's like okay you know it proved to him that this maybe this could work and that got him on board which let everyone yeah. else you know basically go along with it indeed yep well that's i guess that's going to do it unless anyone has any other things they want to talk about um i was going to wrap it up yeah i feel like we've done uh we've talked about everything talked about it and then we laughed and we did it again oh yeah uh, so we'll be back in two weeks. I believe that's right. Two weeks from this exact moment. Let's look at the calendar real quick. Yeah, two weeks from this exact moment, we'll be back to record our feelings and thoughts about the next about uh, the next two episodes coming out. So yeah, look hopefully for that. Great. Yeah, yeah still well. crazy to think about. I'm still not used to it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep, yep, indeed. So look for that and everything else we're going to record in the future. Yep, thank you. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye, guys. So long. Before we go, I wanted to give a shout out to everybody who's been diligently contributing to our Patreon. The proceeds for that go to Puella, our resident translator, who right now has been working on translating a bunch of stuff, including all of the tributes to Kentaro Miura that were featured uh, in the end of the last young animal that featured Berserk back in September of last year. She just finished the Koji Mori comic uh, about their time as friends. That's an excellent read if you have not checked that out yet. Once she finishes all of those, she'll be working on the big long interview with the Miura that's in the artwork of Berserk catalog that's sold at the exhibition. So if you liked this show and you wanted to hear just a little bit more, we have many podcasts, but they're between uh, 30 minutes to an hour. Those are released monthly, and they're exclusive to Patreon members. Uh, so we just finished one on From Software's connection to Berserk and our love of 80s movies and, and how that era of movies influenced Mira. Uh, finally, I wanted to thank each of the Gold Tier subscribers who helped make all of this happen. These include Piran, M, Spacey Laos, Rombad, Dark Link, Dirtiest M, Walter, Modal Eternal, Thomas Lambert, Milbs, Jason, Asmer, Guts, Isha, Atokas, and M. That's capital M. That's a different M than before. There are two M's. That's right. Thanks to everybody for contributing. We really do appreciate it. And if you want to help contribute and get some of these awesome bonuses we've just talked about, you can go check out patreon.com sknet.